everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I rarely do this, but I am re-recording this episode. I really, I don't do this very often because sometimes I feel like the first take of something is usually the best, right? It's usually the most honest, the most raw. But I was playing back the episode just now and editing it, and I just sound so tired. <laughs> in the in the episode and I'm like god why do I sound so tired in this episode and I sound so like lethargic and I remembered that I recorded it after I dropped um Kirk my fiance off at the airport at like 5 30 in the morning and I for some reason thought it was a good idea to record a podcast at 6 a.m um it was not a good idea my energy was so so low and I just I can't put that kind of energy out into the world it needs to be more positive it needs to be more <laughs> upbeat and so I'm gonna do my best to because I really like the what I was talking about um just not the delivery if that makes any sense and what I was talking about in a moody way at 6 a.m. was, um, and it was also pouring rain too that day. So that really, the vibe was just low. So today's a sunny day in Chicago. It's actually gonna be like 80 something degrees. So yeah, vibe is different. And what I'm gonna be talking about in a more upbeat way is figuring out where you're at in your creative journey and um, not letting where you're at uh, stress you out because <laughs> I think so often myself included I am I feel lost you know I think um, if you listen to the creative pep talk podcast which by the way if you listen to this show I think you should absolutely go check out that one I always love to refer other podcasts because um, if you listen to podcasts you there's I think there's a statistic out there that people who listen to podcasts very rarely do they just listen to one. They usually listen to like 10. So um, love to refer you to other podcasts that are similar to this one that you might enjoy. But the Creative Pep Talk podcast with Annie J Pizza, it literally every time um, the show, it opens up with on the creative journey, it's easy to get lost is like the theme song. And I hadn't really thought very deeply about that until recently when I was feeling lost. Um, I have been feeling lost. And I got to thinking, you know, why is getting lost such a common experience among artists? You know, do people in other professions feel lost a lot? Is this just a factor of being human, which I do believe it is. But I really do feel like more so than any other career, a creative career path, it is easy to get lost or at least to feel lost. You may not actually be lost. Um, and I think the reason for this is that so often when you are a creative, actually not so often, I think almost 100% of the time when you're a creative, you know, you are making something out of nothing. You are blazing a new trail. You don't have, you know, if you were going to go on a, um, a hike up a mountain, there are some blazed tra uh, trails for you. And then sometimes there aren't and you need a guide. You know, you need somebody who's can navigate and find the path and is familiar with it and knows the way, even when it gets a little tricky and it's unclear, because if you were to go up by yourself, you would get lost. But so often with, you know, a creative practice, you might be doing something totally new and novel in some way and you may feel like there is no guide out there that could possibly help you lead you down the right path and 
I think that that can be very, very true. Like I do think sometimes there are going to be moments as a creative where you are gonna have to make some mistakes. There will be times that you're gonna have to make decisions that literally nobody else can help you make. And that is both really freeing and, and terrifying sometimes. And also, I think we sometimes do believe we are all alone, but in reality, um, there are other artists that maybe are not on the same path as you, but they are adjacent to you. They are walking alongside you. They are not on your path, but they are alongside you. And we have a similar destination. Maybe they're gonna turn off and to go to a different part of the mountain at some point, but we are all going up this one big creative mountain together. And I think we all are going to find different amazing views on this mountain. And the view from each part of the mountain, you know, is going to be gorgeous in some way, shape or form. Um, but we need to find our own view and our own place on this mountain. And just because somebody else isn't doing exactly what you're doing doesn't mean that they can't help you get to a point of the mountain and then you can take it the rest of the way. And I've really been thinking more and more about this because um, I have been kind of down lately. You know, I like to be really honest on here when I've been in a, in a funk or what's going on with me. And if you listen to this show, you know that I have struggled with mental health issues in the past um, and I've kind of had a flare up lately and I, I'm really, once again, trying to be super honest about that because I think it's important. I think we need to destigmatize when people are struggling because it, it is normal. You know, it is. I mean, heck, I, I don't know what the percentage is exactly, but I was listening to a podcast the other day and it is an alar alarming number of people who struggle in this country with depression and anxiety. And, you know, I think that compounded with being a creative can really make you feel lost. Like you really can feel lost. Like you already might feel lost because you're doing something new and novel and you might feel alone. And then add into that, you know, the depression or anxiety and you have a recipe for just feeling like you are just alone. And if that is something you struggle with, like I see you, I see you so much. Like I am there with you currently and I'm currently getting help to get out of this funk and I'm already feeling a lot better than I did feel a week ago um, even. And so I am now realizing that a huge thing that I need to be, to be doing and a huge story I was telling myself was that I was alone and that there wasn't anybody else who um, could help me or understand and, um, and I was just really isolating. And I've been doing that, I think, kind of unintentionally, like it wasn't an intentional decision for a couple months now. And I'm realizing how much I do need community. I do need other artists who are going alongside me up the creative mountain so that we can support each one another. We can, um, you know, help each other along. And I think sometimes that step to asking for help, to getting a guide, getting a buddy, a, you know, a hiking buddy, whatever. I'm still going, I'm still going with this hiking analogy here real hard. Um, it can be a little vulnerable, right? It can be really scary to ask for help, to admit that you don't know the way. And for someone like me, who is the queen of being like, I don't need any help, I've got this, totally I'm fine, um, because I am so afraid of looking foolish. I am so afraid of someone thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. And that, of course, as you might imagine, has landed me in a lot of positions where I actually don't know what I'm doing and I am doing something that I am not qualified for. 
and end up messing up and feeling bad about it. And and of course I end up feeling very lost and I maybe am very far off course and I really then need to ask for a lot of help to get back on course. And I don't think that that's required. You know, like I don't think that you you need to do it alone and then get to a place where you're so off course where you're then going to really have to call in the search and rescue to get you back on. Um, Kirk and I were talking the other day and um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before and I hope Kirk is okay with me sharing this, but um, Kirk is diabetic. He's type one. He's dealt with it from a young age and you know, it's a lifelong illness. There is sadly no cure yet. Um, and it's something that quite literally requires daily management. Um, and it requires frequent check-ins with doctors. And it's not something that can be managed on your own. He quite literally relies on the help of medical professionals to live his life to the fullest. And, you know, he needs that as a foundation in order to succeed in other areas of his life. And that's not a weakness of his, like Kirk is not weak for being diabetic. Like it's not something he chose. It is not something that um, he can choose not to have. And it's something that he um, actually, there's a lot of strength in admitting that you need help and, um, and in managing it well, you know, he can succeed in so many other areas. And the same goes with, you know, I know that's kind of a scary, sad (laughs) comparison to make, but, I think that that analogy and seeing him, you know, in such a literal sense, like navigate that is, it's kind of inspiring to me. It's like, you know, you're right. Like nobody can do this alone. Like nobody can do this thing called life alone and nobody can do art, you know, can do this career alone. Like you need that solid foundation that keeps you thriving and healthy and happy in order to grow upwards. And if we, myself, I'm speaking to myself right now, if you get too, too confident or too, um, you know, I don't even know if it's confident. I would argue for me, it was a little bit too in my ego to continue to ask for help. Um, you're going to get lost and you are going to find yourself off course. And instead of you know, having an easy fix, you're going to have to be in triage, you know, like there's, there's a big, there's a big mistake that happens or something that's really scary or really, you know, um, that you can't conquer. And if you had had a more solid support system, there might've been people to catch you or um, help you could reach for in that moment. And I think that this applies across the board in so many areas of life and art is no different. And so regardless, I think the reason I wanted to start out here is no matter where you are at in your creative journey, you could be at the very beginning, you could be years and years like advanced down the line. There is not going to be a moment in your creative career where you don't need help. There will not be, that is a fact. you are, and in fact, I would argue that the further along your creative career, the bigger that foundation needs to become, the bigger that those, you know, roots need to grow so that the tree can grow taller. And it is not a weakness. It is in fact a huge strength. So quite literally starting with the foundation is where I wanted to start this conversation because, um, it's imperative, you know, 
it, we can't really go much, much further than that. <laughs> we can't go further along if we don't have that. So um, I also really, you know, I, <laughs> I was thinking of an analogy the other day for how, where I feel like I'm at in my creative career and Coachella has been, was going on at the time. And I, you know, saw a picture of the lineup. And if you've been to a music festival for, uh, before, I feel like most music festivals use this type of graphic but they for the headliners um when it's usually like a poster of like who's performing the headliners are at the very top and they are in big font that's like you it's almost like an eye chart you could read it from a from a distance and then you know the the more like middle of the road artists middle of the pack are in like a medium sized font and then you get to the bottom and it's like the really small itty bitty font that you have to be really close to read and um, but the vast majority of those artists are somewhere in the middle. You know, you got like very much starting out and then you got big majority, like 80% of the people are in the middle and then you've got the top people. And I feel like us creatives spend so much time thinking about the very beginning, like the we're so intimidated to even get started or it's like I, you just want to skip past that beginning stage and you feel awkward and terrible like being there and we focus so much on the headliners and while there is 80% of that journey is in the middle and I want to reframe this whole analogy so you may be at a stage of your creative career where you're just starting off performing in the local bar. Maybe literally, maybe you are a musician and suddenly you start to have some success and you're somehow you're bigger than someone who would perform at the local bar. You're somewhere in between, but you're not quite selling out Madison Square Garden. And I feel like there really isn't a manual to, um, to navigate that massive in-between journey. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Like us as, you know, painters, it's the same, me as a painter, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, we talk about the very beginning stages of just getting started as a painter. And then we talk about, you know, being in this really fancy gallery or at Art Basel or in a museum. And we, nobody talks about this in-between journey. And I feel like the messy middle is the most important part. and. Honestly, the main point I want to make here is it can be, and it very well should be, some people's destination. It's We all don't need to be top of the charts, um, top of the headliners at, the, at, a, uh, at Lollapalooza or at Coachella. That is not the goal for everybody. It, it really shouldn't be because I think it's unrealistic and... Like I said, I think it can really suck so much of the joy out of the process if that is always the goal. I think navigating this middle territory can be so much more fulfilling and fruitful. Um, there are some people I know who quite literally try to not go and see the headliners when they go to you know, festivals like Coachella or Lollapalooza. They wanna see the people who are in the medium-sized font. They, those are their favorite bands. They feel like they're in the know because they know about this artist and not everybody knows about them. And they know all those, the lyrics to their songs along with some other people there. And they're like, it's like they feel like they're in the in crowd and they're in the know. And that is 
those are like sometimes where you find the real super fans. Those are really the people who have like dedicated following sometimes is the pack in the middle. And if we like, and, and who's to say that that isn't desirable to be somewhere in that middle stream, you know? And once again, I obviously, I think anybody who's a musician would die to be in the middle um, of the pack at a coach at Coachella or Lollapalooza, but you get what I'm saying here. It really comes down to, like I said earlier in the show, defining our success. You know, we may not know exactly what we want when we get to the top of the mountain, but we maybe know where we want to be in 10 feet and what kind of view we want from from there. And maybe we then decide we want to continue up the mountain and go further. But I think it's it's you can know that you want to get to, you know, X place, right? And you don't have to know the full journey before you start out, right? That's why we have guides. That why That's why we have people who can help us along when we are feeling lost. We are not required to know what the destination holds. And what the destination is does not have to look like being, you know, the biggest font, <laughs> um, at the, the headliners at a music festival. It could be somewhere in between. And you, I think, have to define what that looks like. And I have been really struggling with this myself because currently I'm at a place where I'm not quite small enough to be performing at the local bar, but I'm also, once again, like I said, not big enough to be selling out Madison Square Garden and I'm feeling lost and I feel like I don't know where I fit right now. And I'm feeling like I am simultaneously, you know, waiting anxiously for the next painting to sell and also too busy to take on another commission, <laughs> which is such a weird place to be in. Like, it's such a weird place to be like, yeah, I have all these commission requests, but like, I don't have time to do them and I don't really know if I wanna be doing them. And I also really want to be focusing my attention there. I just feel very scattered at the moment. And I don't feel like I know where I'm going. Um, and I started to feel this huge sense of being overwhelmed the other day of like, oh my God, I don't know what this looks like, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, like, where am I going? And I felt all this pressure to like figure that out. And then I just kind of sat down and was like, okay, take a deep breath. Like it's literally what is, what's the next step? What is the next thing I need to do to get where I would like to be by the end of today? You know, where would I like to be by maybe just the end of this week? Like it, it can be that granular. And I think sometimes when we are feeling that overwhelmed and lost, it's important to really break it down to the next step. It's like just this moment, just this next breath, like just this next thing. And that is what has been carrying me through this difficult time where I have felt kind of lost. Um, and I am figuring out what I want for the rest of this year currently. I've, I've given up on figuring out my five-year plan. I don't think I'm ever gonna figure that out, but I've, I've figured out what I want my view to look like by the end of this year, what I wanna look back on and be proud of. and. It does, it's feeling more attainable. You know, I'm not super attached to it, but I have an idea and I now know, you know, the people um, that I need to rely on and ask for help so that I could get to that place. And no matter where you are at in your journey, like I said, you could be just starting out 
you can also, you too can define for yourself what you want to, where you want to be by the end of this week, where you want to be by the end of this month. Um, you don't have to know where you want to be in five years. You may not even be doing this in five years. Who knows? Like, and that is completely your decision to make, right? Um, so take some of that pressure off of having to know where this destination leads um, and, and rely on your guides, right? Rely on other people when you are in that place of overwhelm and focus on just the next step. Um, and maybe get rid of the, you know, idea in your head that you have to get to where the insert the artist you covet, the most famous, the most whatever that you would love to be at that place. Like just take that off of your plate for a minute. Just take that off, that pressure off of yourself that that's where you need to go because um I know this is something people say in dating a lot, and I really feel like it applies to art and career as well. But, you know, there's a saying of like, you know, when you're looking for, I'm going to, I don't know actually if it's a saying or how it's said, but if, if you're looking so hard to find somebody and to find a relationship, um, you're going to have a hard time. But if you are settled in yourself, and you are focusing on yourself and you kind of aren't really necessarily even looking, um, but you're just, you know, you're open. That's usually when you find the person that you want to be with, right? Like it's this kind of weird law of attraction. So when you maybe take some of that pressure of like just really searching and hustling and trying to like just grind your way to the top, sometimes that makes the journey way more difficult and you may not end up attracting and getting to the place you want to be. And I think sometimes that the art of letting go, the art of kind of going with the flow and taking it one step at a time is what is going to get you, is what is, will get you to the place that you may feel the most um, fulfilled in. I also want to comment on the fact that there, well, there are also whether you're going to find people who will support you and be your foundation as you grow up the mountain, as you navigate this journey for yourself, there are also going to be people who maybe resent you for it, who see you surpassing them, who see your success and maybe were once excited for you, but now maybe there's jealousy, whatever. I don't, you know, insert whatever issue they might have with you getting to the place you want to get to. And I've been starting to experience this a bit like online with a lot of online hate and messages that are just very negative. And it's really been troubling me and it's kind of derailed me. And I've been trying to reframe it and realize that there's this weird phenomenon I feel like that happens where, you know, everybody wants to see people succeed or like that, you know, rags to riches story, but no, a lot of people don't actually want to support you when you get there, you know, like there's this weird, I don't know if it's jealousy or whatever that happens. And there are going to be people who are going to take you down or not be supportive or be negative, And they're going to try to lead you off of your path. And you have to, that's where having the foundation is so important. You have to have those roots strong enough that those attacks are not going to derail you where you have a strong enough sense of yourself and of who you are that you know what you're doing and you know where you're going and sometimes those attacks come from people that we love and 
people that we thought were cheering us on and trusting and you know and um we thought were cheering us on and thought were supporting us and there's a shift or something and sometimes some boundaries need to be set sometimes we need to really safeguard you know ourselves so that we have the strength and the energy to continue onwards and that is okay too and that is also completely normal and a part of this journey not everybody's going to get on board with what you're doing and that's okay <laughs> it really is okay you do not have to have everybody supporting you and loving you as you go on this journey you just need the people who matter and you need to have the sense of self-worth and the sense of trust in yourself that you are creating as you go um, that is what is needed there will come a time where you're gonna have to let go of a lot of beliefs you might have about yourself that are holding you back there might come a time where you're gonna have to um really confront you know your desire to have everybody like you once again i'm speaking to me calling myself out um that is keeping you small that is making you go in all sorts of confusing directions because if you are trying to appease everybody you're going to be taking a very zigzagged path up this mountain catering to everyone will exhaust you and it will not lead you to where you want to go it'll in fact make it way harder i i think that's a fact like i really do you know i think i've hesitated to say that in the past um because there's a lot of people who preach like you know be open to everything try everything and I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying right now. I'm 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 talking about that deep thing in yourself that um, that deep belief you might have that holds you back. That you have to be liked by everybody, and it's just simply something that you're gonna have to put down on this journey. Um, no matter who you are, <laughs> no matter what kind of creative, like that is something that's going to have to um, you're gonna have to shed on this journey and something we talk a lot we talk about a lot on here um, because it's a huge huge step i can't necessarily tell you how to stop <laughs> that tendency maybe you have of people pleasing um but i can tell you that it's gonna have to it's gonna have to be confronted so i think i'm gonna leave it there i think this was a good episode i don't know i think i, I really went i really doubled down on the hiking analogy <laughs> i don't I'm not even like a hiker myself, but um, hopefully that all made sense. And um, if you are questioning where you are on your journey, just know that you you really aren't lost. Like there is always somebody out there who is right there with you, who is on the path right next to you, who could stretch out a hand and pull you up alongside them. So do not hesitate to reach out to somebody who's who's going through it too. And um, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you think another creative could benefit from hearing it, please share. Um, we, we really feel like that's the way that this show grows. Um, so thanks again for listening, guys, and stay tuned for next week. Wow.